You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. <laughs> I think we're recording. Oh my god, we're recording. It's the 9to5 Entertainment System. I'm interrupting. Oh, damn it. it up so hard. <laughs> I don't even know which one of you twos is starting off. Scott's going to do it. it. Scott, hit it. Go faster. Okay, we talk about Art Tattoo Montreal. We talk about Harry Potter. We talk about yeah, that's going faster. back to body piercings. We talk about X-Men for a bit and then Guardians of the Galaxy. We talk about Speedball and Speedballs. Uh, we talk about Goliath, Goliath. We all did Speedballs. I'm gonna we sl- talk about Riddick. <laughs> I'm going to so slow it down because what I know else? Keith has to go to the bathroom. What else? Halo the comic in red versus blue, uh, World of Warcraft, and Moustache the Dwarf, you misspelled Moustache. What uh, else? Admission the movie, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World the movie, and Spring Breakers the other movie. What else? Body painting on hair, Chance the Rapper, and ch- Childish Gam... Gam... What Childish Gambino! <laughs> Little Kim, Kid and Play, Project X, and Time Giants from Toronto. I spelled Moustache phonetically. Moustache. You spelled it French. John, John got a little hot under the collar. <clears throat> I was really hoping you were going to get more descriptive when you made that gesture, because you were like, so good John got a little, because be are, are, are we recording? Are we recording? Yeah, we're absolutely recording. We That's just started when you talked about John getting a little hot under the collar while the topless girl was getting Why would you painted. do that? I wasn't ready. I know. What if I fart? <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you, so I'd be the one to I'm going to do it on purpose so now. I'm no! going to sit on you and fart. That's what will happen. Don't sit on me or fart. I'll pour your beer on your crotch. No. So what's up, everybody? This is the 9to5 Entertainment System. This is, I think, one of the first times in a while that there's been this configuration of 9to5 members. I can't imagine a time where it's just been the three of us. It's been I wasn't prepared. You weren't prepared? For recording. Oh, but that's how we like we hit the ground running. Oh. Well, like, that's how we do. Well, you threw me off my game. Threw you under the bus. Yeah, my day's gone. You can get your thoughts together. It's ruined. Forget it. Sophie's looking good, though. Sophie's got a cool Mexican guy smoking a cigarette. On her shirt. No, no, it's true. Yeah, very choice stuff. I like it. This is a shirt I've had for like three fucking years from battle. Oh, it's a cool one. Hi. Anyways, what's going on, Scott? You went to the tattoo convention. Yeah, yeah, I went to Art Tattoo Montreal this past weekend. Apparently, John was super excited. (laughs) At the beautiful, lovely downtown (laughs) Windsor Station. Yeah, I I thought uh, we. It was me and John that went Windsor Station. Pretty interesting pairing of someone who has tattoos and someone who is terrified of tattoos. You're terrified of tattoos? No, I have tattoos. He has tattoos. You have two? Three? Three, yeah. Three. John's terrified of tattoos? John is kind of terrified of tattoos, yeah. How is he terrified? I, I feel he should be here to defend that statement. I don't think he's really that terrified. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support the position of my client here. And not say that he's, <laughs> and say that he's not terrified of tattoos. Uh, he's a little bit like me where it's like, he's like, I don't have anything that I would want on my body forever. That's like, true. I don't have a thing. I fully support that statement, Keith. Yeah, that's what I think of John. So I don't think he's like 
Because like to him, a tattoo. I mean, no, but big... even 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 that, like the whole culture of that convention, kind of. I think it would kind of left him a little bit ill at ease. Like just all the piercings, all the hair dye, all the black t-shirts. Yeah, and like all the people who are willing just to put anything onto their skin forever. So is John only really comfortable with me and his friends being like this, or? Yeah, I was just going to be like, do you mean most of his friends? Like, he's also pretty good friends with Nip. Nip has a shit ton of tattoos and a bunch of piercings. That's true, yeah. Like, I would say... GDR has several tattoos. I would say that Sophie was probably the closest to that culture, though. Right. I guess so. And, and like, I've got tattoos. I'm not really part of that culture. and I wouldn't say that, like, Danny or... Everyone or can have Nip a tattoo, but not everybody can be in the culture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But that's, I mean... And I'll that makes me that sound too. like a hipster. No, that's a that's totally a theme that... I, was, I spoke to a lot of the artists that were there and they they brought that up because I was like I was expecting to come here and see a little bit more variety of people uh, in tattoo culture I mean there's a large influence of ink in hip hop and there were almost no black people there hmm. there is to be fair there's not a lot of black people at hip hop concerts in Montreal either Okay, but like there was not a lot of Montreal's like, a white dudes town. wearing basketball jerseys. Like there was not a lot of like people interested in getting thug life. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but, but stomach, also, but know? I feel that like the, the tattoo convention is also sort of like celebrating the like the art of tattoo, which isn't always what the hip hop angle of it. The hip hop angle of it is that, that one font with your gang name in it or your kid's name in it or your mom's that. name. In I mean, it. The, no, but I'm saying, but like the main. If you look at the NBA, you'll be hard pressed to see a player that's not inked. And a lot of them are really inked. So are you saying the Montreal tattoo convention is racist? Uh, not racist, but homogenous. It was a very homogenized environment in there. In, and hipster culture has a lot of tattoos in it now, too. Yeah. Um, and there were no there were no hipsters there. The girls wow. were black well, t-shirts or rockabilly, and the guys were black t-shirts, or black t-shirts big beards. And not a whole lot of rockabilly. Jesus. They were very, like, metal biker. I yeah. feel like shit I didn't go now. Looks like all the boys I would date in the same place all at once. Like, I got a golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel bad I didn't go, but I was I was sick. Yeah. Um, so, but I, the weird thing is, a lot of the artists there weren't really there to sell themselves or sell their shops. They were all working. And when you're doing a tattoo and you work on one piece for hours and hours on end, you're not really seeing a whole lot of people. You're not really presenting yourself that much either. Except for, and, like, and even then, you're like, oh, that half a skull looks cool. I'm not going to sit here for two hours to see how it turns out, though. So it's not even like watching someone tattoo someone isn't even always like the most representative of the work. Actually, like. it depends. Because the one time I did go to the tattoo con was uh, about five, six years ago. And it was the morning after, I think, the second time I was drunk in my life. So I was hungover, okay. and Ted took me there, and um, I just—it was really interesting. There was some Maori and Japanese tattoo artists that were working with their weird tattoo tools, and it was really, really cool, cool to watch them. Yeah, they were all like sprayed but out like, on but like cushions, just and a gun? I'd be like, eh. oh, but even Cat Von D like, was there that time. Even think of it like, so you go there, and there's a guy from Japan who's working with like a hammer and a needle and doing it all manually. He's going to work on three or four people that weekend. Yeah. Right? Like, it's very strange. Yeah. So like, and then you walk up to him, and you're like, hey, what's going on? And he's, like, working. Busy. i got to focus on this. I'm, like, there's not a whole lot of, like... Networking. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, they usually have somebody next to them who were associated with them to kind of speak for them, no? no was there not, not really. that happening? Not okay. really. Not, a few of the people I spoke to there did, did a bunch of short little interviews. They were like, yeah, we come here, uh, we work to pay our trip while we're here, and then we all hang out with each other afterwards, and that's amazing, and that's what's great about conventions. And I was like, oh. So not for me. Like, I paid twenty dollars to, to be get here. In here. Yeah, <laughs> like, a little bit strange. If I was, if I was just like a, an interested passerby, right? Huh. Or yeah, unless I was going there because I'd made an appointment with someone to get the tattoo. Yeah. Like, oh, this artist is coming, and I like their work, and I'm gonna—they're finally coming to Montreal, so I'm gonna book a month in advance. Yeah, you said that. You said that the tattoo convention website didn't actually have a list of all the artists. Nope. See, that blows my mind. Like. If they had a list of the artists, and you're like, oh shit, so and so's coming, and I look up his art, and he's super cool. And then I can book him in advance. And then I can go to, I'd be like, that's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing this guy. But that means, and if they don't put a list up on the website, unless I know that this guy is coming from like him telling me, I like, I won't even know to like book a guy in advance. I could go see an artist that I'm super into, and he's probably booked all weekend. So I'd be like, I'm sad. Come back next year, maybe. Like, you're from out of town, and I'm yeah, crying. It really seemed like a lot of the, the rep-making and networking was going to be done amongst themselves after the doors closed. So Weird. It was a little strange, a little strange. Not a yeah, whole lot weird. of... I also heard negative comic, uh, comments from uh, from Rob. They Yeah, he just wasn't very impressed with the organization this year, the way it was presented. Huh. Well, I had some problems dealing with them in, in terms of being a media representative. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, they were very bad at replying to emails. They took a long time, and I had to kind of chase them down to say, hey, I would like to cover this thing for you. Huh. And then when we got there, there was still confusion as to who we were and why we were there. And then just looking at the list that they had for media, it was it was small, and I could see why got uh-huh. minimal coverage and I mean is it the same people they were doing Montreal in Ottawa Comic Con <laughs> mm-hmm. no okay yeah. I still haven't heard back from them and apparently you're supposed to get um, a, a letter or an email telling you whether or not you were denied that's super good so I don't know who knows what's happening with that that's gonna come up in tomorrow if this podcast drops maybe you'll <laughs> see us at Comic Con maybe you won't probably not Ah, uh, yeah I was actually talking about this in the car yesterday. Being like, the tattoos, like, if I was like, okay, I have a job now that in no way cares about what I look like, uh, like, I think as an extension of my obsession with things on my hands and my wrists, the tattoos that I want the most would be on my hands and my wrists, which is, like, an absolutely, like, no-no place for tattoos if you're, like, trying to keep a job in an office. Like, I want knuckle busters in the worst way. <laughs> like, what, are, what are knuckle busters? Like, like letters? Hate, hate love across letters, the front of Letters are, like, a word or, like, a design or, like, something. But I was, like, I really desperately want my hands tattooed, which I'm, like, it's not a thing to do in, like... Tell uh, you what, Keith. I'll, I'll do some fake tattoos, alcohol-based. They'll last you two or three days. I couldn't even do that. I'd look like an idiot at work. I'm a manager in a telecommunications. I'll do it on your day off. Whatever. <laughs> It'd just be faded, just, and then I look like I'm. I would highly recommend Keith up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, and then BA on one palm and start <laughs> on the other. Nice. I talked about the the nerdiest tattoos in history, which are the uh, the knuckle busters that I might actually get because they're black light. <coughs> black light knuckle busters. Black light knuckle busters. UV, UV sensitive ink. Only you. Anyway, black light knuckle busters. Of like um, runes, possibly even saying love and hate, written in runes, to be Azkaban prison tattoos. 
So then they like they only show up under blacklight, and you're like, what the fuck are those? And you're like, I spent some time in Azkaban. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's some badass Harry Potter ink. I know. It would be the best. It would be like your your fucking prison tattoos from Azkaban. So of course they only fucking show up under blacklight. Okay, upcoming on the website <laughs> splash page of Keith cosplaying as a Harry Potter character. Not as a Harry Potter character, as Sirius Black. Oh, only Sirius Black? Who the fuck else was nope, in Azkaban? No, you're Neville Longbottom. Who else would got prison tattoos in fucking Azkaban? Who else? I ask. I don't know. Everybody. Who the fuck went? To it's Az- a prison. You do it yourself over there. Yeah, but. Who went to fucking... Level Longbottom didn't go to Azkaban. Nope. But you're <laughs> him to point me. Proven. No, his parents went crazy. His parents went, went crazy. That's why he could have been the one that lived. Voldemort went to Azkaban. Did he? I think so. No. no. I thought he just disappeared. He did not. No. He went... No. He disappeared. And the main people who were in Azkaban were... Uh, Man, this conversation took a right turn. Badow! <laughs> <laughs> Straight into Harry Potter. Um, Don't quiz me, man. I'll school you. <laughs> so, Sirius Black and... The other one there. Which one? Bellatrix the Strange. I think are the only ones who are like pointedly people who were in Azkaban who then became like characters. So, okay, maybe. Keith, you you had body piercings though before, right? Still have both. Still have. Are pierced. I only took, the only reason. I, <laughs> <laughs> so you can put little bells on them for dangle, Sarah. <laughs> dangle. The only reason I t- and I had my tongue pierced. It's and the a only sexy re- dance. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Oh, my God. I'm doing a poster. That's where he keeps his keys. <laughs> the only reason I took my tongue piercing out is because I played with it too much and the ball was going up into my tongue. Like, it wasn't... I didn't even take it out for, like, I'm done with this. I was like, no, I think this is becoming gross. <laughs> like, Ew. the ball would go up into my tongue and I'd be like... Then I'd have to, like, boop and, like, push it out. Like, but that being said, I would absolutely, again, in this mystical job... Where like I guess <laughs> the Harry Potter tongue piercing. No, I was gonna say get my lip pierced. I've oh. always wanted my lip pierced. I off, had my lip pierced. Off center lip piercing is what I want. Off center. Yeah. I feel that center lip piercings are for the ladies. Whatever. But yeah, like an off center lip piercing on like this side. I actually always envision on this side. Just keep in mind, it will always leave a scar, like yeah. so. My scar on my tongue. Yeah, but nobody sees your tongue because you don't walk around like this. Because got scarred nipples. I really do. <laughs> I also have hugely scarred nipples because at one point I went up to a pretty big gauge in them. I went down and they've like tightened a little bit, but... You know what? The icon closing. for this, I'm going to take a close-up shot of one of your nipples and that's going to be the photo for this week's podcast. All right, then. Sweet. <laughs> you're so, witnesses. Yeah, piercings, yeah. He agreed. Piercings I'm down with because... Which is weird because they kind of weird me out. But you're okay with tattoos. Yep. Hmm. Piercings weird me out as well sometimes. And I and I went for the like after dick like basically I think the like three most sensitive places <laughs> like or, or like places where you'd be weirded out by getting a piercing right two nipples in my tongue is basically after dick on a dude like where else can you get pierced that that would weird you out your navel my navel would be a little weird <laughs> it'd be weird <laughs> you get a matching set Keith I'd be more weirded out if you pierced your navel than your tongue. No, but I'm saying, but in terms of, like, <laughs> intimate places to shove metal through, I would go genitals, and then maybe inside your mouth, and then nipples, I think, would be the, like, how weird it is to shove metal through there. Like, navel, I don't think so. It's just, like, a little loose skin. It's a little tum-tum. I think Batista ever pierced his nipple and pierced his belly button. With <laughs> his sun tattoo? Right, he was like, shit. <laughs> you know Batista? Yeah. He's like the sun tattoo around his belly button that yeah. like whores have. Sorry, Dave. And I was Who's like, Dave? Huh? Dave Who's Batista. Oh, is that his first name? Yeah. 
He's playing in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yep, he's playing uh, Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. Explain how. Well, they hire actors to represent the characters in the comic. I don't know what Guardians of the Galaxy is. It's a comic. It's the next... It's comic! There's three big Marvel movies coming out, and it's Thor 2, Captain America 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Who are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, Scott Summers and Alex Summers' dad is in there. Corsair. Corsair, that's it. Nova. You know, Nova, Richard Ryder. Pocket Helmet with the star... Oh, okay, so not not Nova, like member of the Hellfire Gang. No, because I was like Nova from the Hellfire Club. Like, no, there's no like, Nova. In there's the no Hellfire Nova Club. in a Hellfire Club. No, no. no. there's no. two Novas. There's there's the uh, Herald of Galactus Nova, who's a girl, I, and then there's President Xavier is a thing I just nearly said. Professor Xavier's sister yeah. is Cassandra Nova, who is his sister that tried to kill him in the womb, and a member Balls. of the Hellfire Club. Oh, well, you. Being all weird, the Hellfire Club. <laughs> Hellfire Club is Sebastian Shaw and some other and people. Pierce, Kenobi Shaw, Pierce, the robot guy, the, the black fat queen. guy with the beard who makes things heavy, and Emma Frost. That is the Hellfire Club. Okay, yeah. whatever. Cassandra Nova is also a member of the Hellfire Club. Whatever. That's like shut up with the X Men talk, Keith. We're done with that. <laughs> it's not like at some point in the future we will have an entire episode devoted to the X Men. Ever. God. Ever. God. Who wants to hear us? T- Why would we rattle do that? on about the X Men? <laughs> Anyways, okay, so Nova, so uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel might be in it, but she's not normally a member of the Guardians. Rocket Raccoon, however, member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Weird. All the characters you've never heard of, Guardians of the Galaxy. Strange choice for Marvel. You really would have think that they could go. Man, think... you want to put a Rocket Raccoon in every movie if you're a movie company. But I'm gonna be like, hang on. Okay, so that reminds me of Rocket Spider-Man, Robin Hood. Fantastic Four, X Men, <laughs> Avengers are all like taken. Right, not all, not necessarily by Marvel. So Marvel's like, where's our next intele- like intellectual property that we can like bring in? Because this is going to be a Disney thing, right? No, but here's the real question: Did you ever get like a towel thread stuck in your nipple piercings? Probably, almost certainly. Right. I've yanked it. I used to have like a tricote blanket that fucking caught on. The I've successfully the thrown them off. Because <laughs> like, when Success! I had, when I had the closed hoops, and when I had like the like right now I have tighter hoops, and when I had the full like horseshoe kind they got caught on fucking everything it was the worst then I had a horseshoe kind with spikes on them and that is the worst that's just like hey hurt me and I was like no thank you I got rid of those pretty quick let me tell you but if you were Marvel uh, this, the question is moot because what spawned the modern comic book movie popularity X-Men. comics no before X-Men before they even risked X-Men Batman Spider-Man before, way before Spider-Man Batman it's for Marvel, it was Blade. Blade? I was like, Blade. really? No, it was Batman. <laughs> 1989, Batman made a lot of money, and then the next the next three movies were progressively worse, and right. losing money because they were super expensive catastrophes, and then Marvel made Blade for nothing, and it made $90 million, and they were like, oh, Comic oh we can make a say. movie about anything. We've got millions of these characters. And they right. did. So you're saying that Guardians of the Galaxy will be Blade. And if they make more than Blade money, it'll be a success. Do you know what I think they should have done? Like, And it's also going to tie in with Avengers 2 because it's going to be in outer space and they're going to... Ultron? Thanos. Avengers 3 then. Whatever. Avengers 2 is Ultron. And it's going to tie in with the end of Avengers 1 where they introduce Thanos. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a good, a good plan for Thanos because that's yeah. only going to come out in 3. That's Infinity Gauntlet. There you go. Uh... 
How deep do you think Fox's... How deep is your love? How, how deep, deep do you think Fox's ownership of X-Men is? Very, very. Very, very? Yes. Because I was like, if I'm fucking Marvel Disney, I'm like, New Mutants. Ha ha. We're going to make Speedball, beloved. Oh, God. <laughs> like, Speedball was never a New Mutant. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. What, did he, was, what was he on? He was on the New Warriors. New with Warriors. Nova. With Nova. <laughs> and Night... Thrasher. Thrasher. The, the skateboarder. Yeah. And then he became Penance, and it was weird. Not Night Thrasher, but Speedball. Yes. Yeah. Night Thrasher just died. Wasn't Nighthawk in there as well? For a little bit. Never yeah. an official member. Okay. Nighthawk's super weird. Yeah, yeah. he was. He's got a magic gem. Freaking huh? violent. He's got a magic gem. Yeah, and he also like talks to himself a lot. And it wasn't Nighthawk. It was Darkhawk. Dark. Thank you. Nighthawk was decent. No, Nighthawk was the member of the Defenders. Darkhawk looks like Spawn, right? No, he's got like a metal mask. He looks more like Optimus Prime. Yeah, he does. Who am I thinking of that has like a purple mask who looks a lot like Spawn? And I was like, it's like a complete fucking McFarlane ripoff character design. Purple Spawn? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There were a lot of Spawn spinoffs there. Yeah, but it wasn't a Spawn spinoff. It's a Marvel character. That doesn't ring a bell. It's fucking super stupid. Spider-Man? Yes. (laughs) Go figure. Anyway. So, yeah. You know, all contorted. So, but yeah, you could do New Warriors. Why would you do New Warriors? Because there's a bunch of guys in a super team. Okay, sure. Then yeah, they can fight, uh... They can fight... What's his name? The guy who explodes. Ravage 2099. I was like the guy who explodes. <laughs> and then they can start the fucking... Blastar, the living bomb burst. No, the Civil War. Is that uh, Nova? No. <laughs> Nuke? No, the guy who explodes. Yeah. I think we should just trash the boss get this podcast and start it over. <laughs> I really disagree. I think this is podcast gold. Keith, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to talk to some of my friends and see if we can't hook you up with a nice New Warriors tattoo. Yeah. Speedball. It'll be like... Speedball. And then we'll... Like, how did that even happen? Speedball? There's <laughs> a fucking Marvel character named after a drug. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, shit. You use balls and they go fast. They're speed. My powers are that's based on kinetic best, energy. That's not even the best part of Speedball. The fact is he got his powers from an accident that affected him. And his cat. Yeah! His uh, cat also bounces. I didn't remember that. That's the best part of Speedball. Wow. Then became they pen- never really talk about Penance. Then nails the cat with when Penance is around. <laughs> that cat is still bouncing somewhere. Boo, 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 boo. Do you remember Penance, Sophie? No. Penance was when, after the Civil War, because Speedball and the New Warriors were on the reality TV show, and then they went to go down and check out... Are you talking about Mojo reality show? No, 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 no. no. They had their own. They had a, they had an actual. The New Warriors had an actual reality show in the Marvel universe where it was like a camera crew followed them around while they solved crime. As what happened? This fucking retarded. And then they fought someone who was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna take you all out with me." And exploded, and then killed children in the explosion mm-hmm. on TV. On TV, nice. And people were like, "Man, these superheroes are out of control." The events that triggered the Marvel. We should story. register them. I and did not know. Iron I... Man was like, yeah. And Captain America was like, no. And then they fought. It was a good series. It was a really good series. I think probably With weren't... no ramifications. Well, eventually everything went back to normal. But there were some serious ramifications at the time. Unless you were Black Goliath. <laughs> Unless you were Black Goliath, you don't get to come back. There's like a grade on your fucking superhero card. It's like grade A, you'll be back in a few years. Grade B... Nope. Maybe if someone really likes you. Yeah, exactly. Grade C. Is it only if like a writer's like, oh, I really want to bring my this guy pet in. character. Grade C. Nope. Black Goliath. There's, I, I, there's two Goliaths. You're the black one. 
Three, four Goliaths. Four Goliaths? Four Goliaths. Jesus Christ. One of them was black. <laughs> black Goliath. Yeah, yeah. No. There, was, there was Hank Pym, Goliath. Mm-hmm. There was Clint Barton, Hawkeye, also Goliath. Huh. And uh, there's a bad guy, Goliath. But I thought there was also Goliath, Goliath. <laughs> That's a stupid name for a character. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like he hung out He's with like Dirk. Goliath, but way bigger. Yeah. He's Goliath, Goliath. <laughs> write this down. Write this down. <laughs> this is a new comic that we're going to write. <laughs> Goliath, Goliath. The Goliath of Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> regular Goliaths fight him like regular Goliath versus Goliath Goliath I the new David and Goliath story I, I'm really not awake enough to keep up with this <laughs> we're getting into superhero no comics. man we need to sell it to like Asylum Films Goliath versus Goliath Goliath <laughs> the, the new telling of David and Goliath <laughs> look at David he is so huge he's like a Goliath but he's going to fight Goliath, Goliath. In a race of Goliaths. <laughs> Encountered Goliath, Goliath. Uh, yeah. But I thought there was like a contemporary of Hercules was just regular Goliath. No, that's Hercules. I thought a contemporary of Hercules. Did Hercules ever go by the name of Goliath? <laughs> what about Goliath in the fucking... Um... Gargoyles? Gargoyles, thank you, Scott. Yeah. Well, now they're all owned by Disney, so I guess technically they're he could come back as Black Goliath. Same universe. He sounded black. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was. He was black. Yeah. Keith David. Oh, I thought it was Michael Dorn. No, oh. Keith David. Michael Dorn played the cybernetic one. Ah, oh, that's why. Okay. No, Keith David was also the voice of Spawn and also the in Pitch Black. and We've seen him in stuff. Hey, we've guys. Do you know what is a movie that I haven't seen but I'm excited there's a new Riddick movie coming out, guys. It's out already. Yeah, it came out this weekend. I came heard it's really week. bad. Because, you know what was really shitty? Chronicles of Riddick. You know what I loved anyway? Chronicles of Riddick. I liked Chronicles of You know what was subpar? Riddick. Pitch Black. You know what I really enjoyed? Pitch Black. That's great. I really, like, look at both of those movies on Rotten Tomatoes, and they are not well-received. But they're awesome. They even undermine themselves. That was the thing that pissed me off the most about Chronicles of Riddick. Which was? That really badass monologue about getting your eyes gleamed and in prison. Just total bullshit. It's and just he, his race? No, no. He just says it. it oh, yeah. I made that up. <laughs> in the second one. I'm like, what? I don't remember most <laughs> of it. I just was really taken with Carl Urban because he's hot. And now, is this a prequel? Does anyone know? <laughs> Does anyone know about anyone know about New Riddick? Is, is, is the video game a prequel? I'm always been confused the, by that. The animated film? Yeah, there's an animated film and a video game that are also in continuity. And yeah. It kind of threw me. Whatever, man. Since the first two movies weren't, didn't really seem continuous. Not at all. <laughs> when you escape from this planet, and now you're in... A battle for the universe. Starcraft. <laughs> He's a Furian. He's powered by fury. I'm having a hard time focusing on you right now. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Ah. Vin Diesel can play speedball I don't think so Wait, casting on speedball He could play Goliath Goliath though He could play Goliath Speedball? Casper Van Dien No, way too old Yeah, you're right Young Casper Van Dien maybe Miley Cyrus Yes Are you fucked? (laughs) Who would go I feel Who could play speedball? Like I don't know any kid actors Any one of those kids from Dogtown and Z-Boys Yeah Back in the 70s Yeah, a bunch of lanky kids (laughs) Yay. Long blonde hair. Night Thrasher. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. New Warriors is all about skateboarding. <laughs> this new New Warriors film that we're making 
is about skateboarding. Here you go. Hmm? Bad Margera plays speedball. Uh, no, Bad Margera would play like a bad guy. Evil speedball? Nega speedball? <laughs> Nega speedball. Yeah, isn't Bam like a dick or something? A bit. He's calmed down since his best friend died in a car accident. Well, that's good. Sort of the worst reason to calm down, though. Yeah, but still. So, Sophie, what have you been up to? Oh, I haven't God. seen you in a while. I know, I've been in my house. Curled up in a ball? Pretty much. <laughs> living in the dark. Sophie's been sick. Yeah, I have been sick. And uh, I've also been hanging out with Seb a little bit. Is he a listener now? Seb listen? Sometimes. Hey, Seb. Not really. If you don't comment on the podcast, I think you're a bad person. That's true. He totally is. I don't know. He he has his dog and his cat now Gross. in my house. You have a menagerie. I have a menagerie. My cat tolerates his dog and attacks his cat. Hmm. So it's fun times. So we can move on. Scott, what have you been up to? <laughs> you see any movies? Watch any movies with Seb? Any cool movies? Uh, Yeah can't think of any right now. Cool. I, I started trying to watch... Okay, I watched through all of Arrested Development, season 1, 2, and 3, so I could finally watch season 4, the Netflix one, mm-hmm. and I can't get through season 4. It is how, bad. How far did you get? Six episodes in, maybe seven. Really? I was told... To pick up right around that. Yeah, I'm told that the payoff is pretty good, but so far, I'm hating it. The, f- the, the mark is the first Job episode, where it starts to get good. Okay. So did you watch the first Job episode? Not yet. Okay, so... Maybe it's later. Maybe it's episode eight. Maybe. Yeah. Scott, thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah. On what? Life. Uh, <laughs> I have a baby. It's pretty cool. I saw photos. Yeah, he's a pretty good looking baby. I saw that baby at sushi. Yeah. He was really into smiling at me. Right. Like a lot. Like I don't even smile at Sarah. Usually the baby smiles at Sarah because she has big eyes and a small head. And she high fives them. Exactly. That baby was really into smiling at me. And I was like, chill out, baby. He was, he was pretty he, chill at dinner. I was he, enjoying that. He also responded to Baby, which I liked. Because I'm like, babies don't really have names. <laughs> to me. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on, baby? And he'd look at me like, ah. You're which is ridiculous, because my baby has the best name ever. Yeah, it's true. Archer Danger? Come on. Until his hair turns red. Yeah, until his hair turns red. But it's it's going back to blonde now, so it's okay. <laughs> Why, did it turn red slightly? Yeah, yeah, it turned red for a little bit. And then we named a red-headed baby Archie, and we're just doomed. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. but he's gonna meet a baby that when I drew a checkered pattern on his head. I will do it though. I'll do it. <laughs> if he's a red headed kid, I'm gonna call him Little Archie. I'm gonna I'm gonna get him one of those like little sweater vests with no sleeves and an orange A on it. No, he wears an R vest. For Riverdale, but when he's a kid he wears an A on it. Does he? Little Archie? Okay, but that makes you jughead. Why does that make me Jughead? Well, I can't be Jughead. Or Veronica. Look, enough people call me Jugs Veronica. as it is. There we hey go. Yo. I was going to say maybe Veronica. I'm not Veronica. She's a bitch. <coughs> so I read the new, or, or not the new, I read the Halo comic book. Yeah, you were trying to tell me about this at dinner, and then yeah, I was like, was Halo, weird. and I tuned out hilariously. Wait, Hi, Alex Malev? Yeah. Did he actually start drawing it? He finished it. Oh, no way! It's weird. Just- as a footnote to your story, you were talking about the Halo comic, and I was like, meh, not interested in Halo. Later in the evening, after you left, Jaime was like, so I'm reading these Halo novels, and I was like, meh, not interested. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to pick it up. I walked by a, a bargain table, and I was like, Halo comic, hardcover, $8. That's not worth it. Oh, it's written by Brian Michael Bendis. Huh. And drawn by Alex Maliev. That's a little weird. Why the hell would these guys do the Halo comic? Don't you remember he was talking about that at the con we were we met him at? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you finished it. Yeah. And? Uh, it's very good, except for the parts about Halo. <laughs> I think the parts that Microsoft made them put in the story? No, no, not even that. All the parts about Master Chief. Terrible. Really? Yep, there's this cool story about them attacking a city on Earth, and a couple of humans being engaged in that. Very cool. Yeah. And it's more, it's not even the Covenant that, that's the focus. It's like the humans running away, like Cloverfield-like. Okay. Very interesting. And then you turn the page and it'll be Master Chief shooting a bunch of stuff. And you're like, I don't care. Well, because Master Chief, I feel, is one of those characters that is like intentionally left blank so that you as the gamer can like make yourself Master Chief. Yes, but as a writer, you'd think you'd try to avoid that. But as maybe much as they possible. can't, right? Maybe that might be like a fucking, like... Draw a couple pictures of Master Chief shooting things. Exactly, but it might be like a fucking, like, part of the Halo thing is you can't give Master Chief too much personality because his main selling point is that he's an everyman that the character that the player can, like, put his put his personality into. And then, guess what? My Master Chief? Teabags. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you kill someone and then you crouch them down. And it's I bag. know what teabagging is, thank you. Have yeah. you ever seen it done in Halo? <sighs> I don't play Halo. Have you ever seen it done in a fighting game? Yes, I see it done in every game. Exactly, that's correct. So anyway, so it's like, but that's not necessarily part of everybody's Master Chief experience. Would you like a mushroom tattoo? <laughs> not, not <laughs> if if it's not part of your experience, it's definitely part of your multiplayer experience. <laughs> Certainly, but you know, but it's like my Master Chief like runs and zigzags and jumps a lot when he thinks he's a sniper on the hill. Oddly not enough, every Master Chief does that. For me, Master Chief is always one of the red versus blue characters. So, which like, one? I love red. Depends versus what color blue. the player has painted his outfit. <laughs> it's not even red. That's pink. It's lightish red. Salmon. Uh, it's always funny. So yeah, so good, good. Worth reading or worth eight dollars? Uh, worth eight dollars. Yeah. Uh, the art is very nice. The plot that Bendis jammed into Halo was pretty cool. <laughs> Whatever, I'm going to introduce these two characters. They're humans. They live on Earth. Their city is being attacked, and they're super interesting. Also, Master Chief. Like, oh, <laughs> a little weird. That'd be kind of cool, though, if they made an entire comic, and it's like and Master Chief just stays the fucking basically silent hero, more or less. Yeah, I can't. He doesn't really say more than ten words in all four issues. That's cool. Very weird. Does he have a name? We call him Master Chief. But is that like his... I always thought that was his rank. His rank was Chief. Yeah. He's the best one of being chief. His name is Timmy Master. I don't think so. Timmy? Timmy Master. Timmy. I, watched a, I watched a bunch of movies. I watched like a couple of... We're not finished talking about the stuff that I did. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh... I'm not done <laughs> finished talking about things. Wait, I, I literally, what? You literally said, I'm done talking. Scott, what about you? Well, I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm still playing World of Warcraft. Okay, how's that going? I decided to start leveling a priest, and I really like him. What's his name? Moustache, and he's a dwarf. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, now I'm done. Warcraft you... update taken care of. <laughs> Hang on. Is he like a Catholic priest? No. Oh. He's a shadow priest. How is that different from a Catholic priest? Um, Catholic priests like to molest people out in the open, from what I know. Shadow priests do it in the shadows. In the shadows. <laughs> do you take confessions from your, like, guildmates? You can force confessions. Mm. So he's Spanish. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, caramba. Muy. I'm done being offensive now. <laughs> yeah. 
So somebody needs to go download The Simpsons Tapped Out so that they can friend me on Origin. What's your friend name on Origin? I don't remember. Cobra That's Girl. It's Cobra Girl.01, I think. Cobra Girl.01, listeners. I played play on my tablet Simpsons and it's lovely. Tapped Out. Do it now. Do it now. Press pause. Boop. And we're back. Hey! <laughs> now you're playing Tapped Simpsons Tapped Out with Sophie. Uh, Keith, you seen any good movies? I've seen three movies that I intended on seeing during the summer, but did not see in oh. theaters because I was super busy. What were gonna, they? We're going to talk about all three of them. Oh, we're going to get them super quick. Okay. I went to see Admission, or I re- watched Admission. Never heard of it. It's Move on. starring Paul Rudd and Tina Fey. Oh, I like those two. Exactly. So fuck you. You may you may speak about this. Anyway, it's not too bad. It's kind of fun. Uh, not as funny or romantic as it should be. Like it's fails at kind of being a good romantic comedy but still a good film it's kind of that movie where I'm like oh, I feel really bad the fact that you have to live in like a post super bad post hangover movies where movies are hilarious like where a just sort of funny sort of romantic movie is just like eh eh Tina Fey and Paul Rudd are super funny in it though but they're the both two the generally very funny people so the rest of the container doesn't work out so well container? the film oh containing Paul Rudd and Tina Fey those components of it are very fun Okay. It's about a girl who runs uh, Tina Fey's character, who is a, I want to say Harvard, no Princeton, Princeton admissions officer, and okay. talks about the fact that they get like twenty thousand applicants a year and like, except a couple hundred, right? Like, fucking ridiculous. All of whom are related to Princeton staff and graduates. And that's that's part of a lot what they talk about. They're like, there's those ones who like get the freebies and stuff and then like a big part of it is to bring in someone who is like new but who still enriches the Princeton experience and they're like and it can be fucking anything like grades isn't always enough family isn't always enough extracurriculars aren't always enough like it's just like that that part's kind of interesting and kind of fun about like what it the weird sounds like it would make a great documentary sort of (laughs) (laughs) anyway but Tina Fey does it really well and she's really into her work and then Paul Rudd runs this little uh like alternative school and he wants to get this kid in and I won't spoil it more than that but it's pretty fun alright that's alright I watched uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World oh wait wait I've heard of this isn't it with an old guy and young girl well Steve Carell and Kira Knightley that's it so not really old guy and young girl that's pretty much yeah that applies six years separating the two of them Six years in age? Something like that. Like, he's in his late 30s and she's in her early 30s. I she thought he was, like, 40-something. No. All right. She, he played 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. But I think he's only late 30s. Anyway, the characters play late 30s, early... Google late, to the rescue! The characters are eight late 30s, early... Late 30s, late 20s are the name two characters and in terms of the character age. Wikipedia says that Steve Carell is 68 years old. Huh. Did you just go in there and edit that? No, he didn't. Uh, I think no, he's making it up. didn't even have time. Oh, crazy. That was weird. Huh. It anyway. looks great. Really good. Really, really good. Highly, highly recommend it. If you're kind of into, like, Carol. indie romantic comedies that make you feel like shit, kind of like, you know, 300, 500 Days of Summer or, like... Uh, Blow me, Keith. He's 51. He was really born in 62. Crazy. My statement applies. Aplicado. How old is Kira Knightley, though? She's fuckable. Yeah. She's on my list. Of course she is. Because yeah. huh? she's like a my board of wood with no boobs. hates boob. her. So, my girlfriend hates her. My girlfriend's like ugly no lips, blah blah blah. Uh, underbiting. Double doubly hates that she's on my list. She's twenty eight. Okay. Why do people hate her? I don't know. She's beautiful. I think she's pretty. But I think she's, she's not kind on my of, list. But she's pretty. I thought she was really cool early on in her in career, and then got kind of generic and boring and uninteresting. But I don't hate her. I think she's she. I don't know. 
She was good in Pirates. Yeah, no problem I have no problems with her. She was even she That's Domino. when she started uh, annoying me. I liked her in Domino. I Domino liked her Harvey. in uh, Bending Like Beckham. Bend yeah. It Like Beckham, sorry. Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah. So, yeah. Because you're not bending like Beckham. You're bending the ball like Beckham. Would you like to explain anything else to me, Keith? In such a condescending manner? Because the ball. He's not, he's not actually bending the ball either. He's kicking it so it kind of curves while Goes it's up in the air. and then curves downwards and on an angle inwards because he's a midfielder. He's not a striker, you see. There's something I could be reaching for right now that I could shove down your throat because you are quite. Why are you grasping your I thought breast? There's something you're reaching for now. I was like, you're going to pull my nipples out from Well, before. now that is what I'm going to do. Yes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> your nipples lying on the table makes for a better photo for this podcast, too. Cure Knightley. Uh, Steve Carell. Super, like, cute, wait, funny. Wait, wait, are we talking about your list? <laughs> yes. Steve Carell on your list is a little weird. It's a weird choice. He's 51, Keith. <laughs> I had to fill it out. That's a bit out, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, the old... Keith loves the experience. But I forget who got mad at me about the list. It was just sort of like, the fact that Kira Knightley, Natalie Portman, and Winona Ryder, he's like, you're wasting two choices because those are the same person. <laughs> like, they're the same person at different ages. It's like, shit. Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman actually played the same... Played characters posing as each other. I know. That was. Did they? Yeah, Padme and Princess Amidala. Hmm? Kira Knightley was in that. She was the fake Princess Amidala when Padme was around. She was. Yeah. No way. Way. No way. Way. <laughs> Good. Anyway, seeking friend of the end of the world. Uh, in the same vein as like last night. Zach Braff. Nope. Um, a little more of a road movie than last night. Last night really takes place in their houses. <laughs> this is like kind of like they're more traveling and getting to know each other. Because I feel like they knew each other in last night. Like I don't think they were in love, but I think they knew each other. Okay. They really just meet in this film. Very good. Made Sarah cry. Um, also gave Sarah nightmares. Wait, what made Sarah cry? The film. Steve Carell? The, the fact Steve, that Steve Carell was on The Keith Steve Carell film, the ending, the ending of the film. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um... Yeah, Sarah had a dream, like, the following, or that night, that it was the end of the world, and everybody was kind of going and doing their own thing. Uh, we were hanging out with Walter and Raz. Walter from Go Plug Yourself, and Raz from Graphic Walter's Design. Life. <laughs> Raz from Walter's Life. Anyway, and we went to Kathy's cabin together for the end of the world, and they were like, we're going to go dancing in the woods. And Sarah was like, that sounds cool, maybe we'll join up. She's like, what do you want to do, Keith? Like, maybe we'll just, like, lie in bed and, like, watch the meteor hit or whatever, you know? Did you say NHL 13? No, but apparently I was not taking it seriously and playing on my phone. (laughs) And that's why it was, like, a nightmare. She was like, I was so mad. I was like, this is the end of the world and you don't even care. And I was like, I was like, I really don't think I would do that. I can't say for sure. Wait, so where were Sophie and I? I don't know, man. You're probably... Well, fuck Sarah. What the fuck? Maybe you guys End of are... the world? She's going to fucking leave us? Maybe you guys are at Fan Expo. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would I go to... F- no, I'm not going back to Toronto. I'm never going back. Bitch. And the other film was, if you would please consider for an Academy Award as Best Supporting Actor, James Franco, in the role of Alien in Spring Breakers by Harmony Corinne. Spring Breakers? Spring Breakers. I didn't even hear of this. Okay. Here's why you didn't hear of it, because it's a film that had no reason to be made, except is amazing. And, so, and this, is, this is like Keith and his obsession with Selena Gomez, right? Like, Selena Gomez is in this? No. <gasps> Wait, Selena I think Gomez, I remember Vanessa this. Selena Hudgens, Harmony Corinne's weirdly half-his-age wife, and another Disney girl, whatever. 
I think so, I remember seeing a preview. Yeah. So Harmony Corinne, who wrote and directed films like Julian Donkey Boy and Gummo and uh, Kids. You're just making stuff up now. No, I'm absolutely not. Kids, Gummo. Yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so... <laughs> Serious business. Didn't you work in a video store? This is like music all over again. You guys are making shit up and seeing if I'm going to buy it. Okay, but you totally worked in a video store. You have to know what these movies are. Ugh. Either way, serious business fucking indie head fuck films. Basically. Oh, yeah. 14 year old giving a whole bunch of other kids AIDS on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That is part of kids. Yeah, that's messed up. Like, Gummo is about a kid fucking getting, like, horribly abused and shit in fucking trailer park trash. And Julian Donkey Boy is a kid maybe fucking mentally handicapped. Who who abuses him? It's that guy, that actor. It's a famous actor who, like, abuses him. Strangers in Paradise also he's involved with? Anyway. I don't fucking know what we're talking about. serious anymore. business director who writes and directs this film called Spring Breakers about these four girls who are basically Disney girls who then go on spring break, but they rob a place to go on spring break... And then they go on a downward spiral with James Franco at the helm of their downward spiral. It's fucking quite good. Really well directed. Like, the direction is fucking fantastic. Like, they do a lot of weird, like... They do time jumps. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, stuff that could be happening right now. But then later turns out that it's happening in the, like, future. So then you have to be like, oh shit, I understand that scene now. But the scene that's happening doesn't seem out of chronology when it's happening. Like, fucking all sorts of, like, crazy shit like that that you're watching it. Really creative fucking cinematic storytelling. Fucking top-notch. And consider James Franco for Best Supporting Actor for a fucking Academy Like, Award. his best role since Pineapple Express. So good. There's a scene where, he's like, he brings the girls back to, like, his fucking, his pad or his crib or whatever. And he's just like, look at all my shit. Look at all this shit. Look at my shit. Just like, he's like, I got cologne. Look at all this cologne. And he's like, got different fragrances. I gotta smell good. My shit is cologne. And then he's the like, fuck? guns and stuff. And he's like, look at my guns. Look at my shit. Look at all my guns. And he's like, you're just watching this. And it's like a complete transformation. You're like, this is a fucking asshole douchebag white guy with dreadlocks who is so into just the stuff he owns. Like, you're like watching it and being like, he's a complete idiot. He's a, such a fucking moron, but is like 100% believable saying these absurd fucking stupid lines. He also says, look at my nunchucks, which I just died. Like, look at these, look at these nunchucks. I'm like, nah, nunchucks. With the, like, N-U-M. It gets Keith's seal of approval. Super good. Nine to five approved. Fucking spring Keith breakers. approved. Keith approved. Nine to five. Uh, Not CC approved. I'm very sure I can get John on it. John, what do you think? <laughs> John's fascinating. <laughs> John is getting a spring breakers tattoo right now. He is. This is the four girls holding machine guns with the My Little Pony uh, numchucks, baklavas on the, the ski masks. They have pink ski masks with unicorns on them. Fucking great film, let me tell you. All right. So those are some movies that I watched. Have I been doing anything else? No, I already talked about the video game that I'm playing. Okay. Sophie, back to you. Why don't we do a 9 to 5 body painting project? Because none of us... Oh, wait, John's on... John's kind of losing weight. He's becoming... Yeah. He's also pretty hairless. John's pretty hairless. <laughs> I think it'd be wicked to do this on Scott. Do you the mean paint putting get it paint all on my body and then applying me to the canvas? Because I'm like a walking brush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We could do that. Yeah. We just pour paint on ourselves and roll around on paper. <laughs> Keith, I just have a bunch of neon glow in the dark shit for you. Mm-hmm. That would work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, John would. would be like. But John is the. Her- <laughs> I don't know. John, and I don't don't take this as an insult, Sophie. But John might be the most hairless. Like a, like oh, a I agree. Look at my leg. I haven't shaved it in two months. Woo. I'm so hairy. Good God. Long distance relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Seb painted on my back yesterday. That was fun. But he, Seb's a hippie, though, so that doesn't count. He's not a hippie. He's a hipster. There's a difference. Well, I've, I've painted on Sophie. Yeah. Scott's done it tons of times. Scott's also a hipster. I am a hipster. So hipsters paint on each other. Hey, wait. Oh, hipsters paint on metalheads. I understand. It's very punk. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the relationship now. Hipsters paint on metalheads. And it's very punk. Yeah. I get it. That totally makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, music? Uh, no, but I'm serious. Chance the Rapper. Yeah, you kept telling me about this. And you Acid me. Rap. You guys are ignoring me now. Okay, but you're serious. You want to paint us? Yes! I want to do a photo project. It would be so ridiculous. Paint me like one of your French girls. Exactly. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it's going to be, Keith. <laughs> You're like going to be a French girl. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm serious. I have really un. Are you guys you. game? No. Oh. I don't care. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Sweet. Scott's in. <laughs> that makes Keith a pussy. It's true. John's going to have my back on this. John's in? What? Yes. yes. So hard to tell because he's apparently in a box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, I will Timmy's totally paint you. <laughs> you want to paint us? What? I do. I need to express myself. God damn it, Sophie. It's a photo project. I think it would be fucking ridiculous. And maybe you could raise money for like more better things. For the site things. Photo project to raise money for more better things. Brought to you by 9to5.cc. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good at words. (laughs) Right. Done. All right, you guys can talk about music. All right, uh, Chance the Rapper. Really really liked Chance the Rapper. He's a little bit dirty. He's kind of an independent rapper. He released his album, Acid Rap, for free, online. And then a few weeks later, he was very surprised to notice it on the SoundScan top-selling charts. Because someone else had downloaded it and started selling it through a SoundScan store. It's like weird. Oh, did he like rename it or anything, or is it no, just like no? He's like click here to buy the album that this guy gave away for free. What? Yeah, but I guess if you saw two and you saw one that was free and one that was paying, you would inst- like your brain would be like, well, I guess the pay one's the real one, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's pretty. Still shitty. a little strange. The guy was like, wait, how am I on the top selling charts? I'm not selling this. Call the lawyers. What? How did that? How did it pan out? I don't know. Chance the rapper is a giant acid head. I can't imagine it went very far. <laughs> hmm. So what else? Time it's a good giants. album. It's a good album. Uh, Action Bronson guests on it, and so does Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino, homies, drop it like You guys mentioned this guy like last year to me, and Childish assured Gambino? me he's the real person. Did you watch Community? I really hate that show, Scott. I think well, we've been over guy. this five or six guy, times. <laughs> the black guy from Community is, is Childish uh, Did you ever watch 30 Rock? Yes. He's one of the uh, writers. One of the writers for 30 Rock. Sweet. It was Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Yeah. Nice. Yes. And one, we, who do we owe Childish Gambino rapping in public to? Anyone? The Wu-Tang Clan? Well, that's his rapper name because it was the what is your Wu-Tang name. And then you put in Donald Glover and it came about Childish Gambino. But it was Tina Fey. 
Apparently, like, he, like, rapped and stuff, and Tina Fey was like, you should really do this for real. And he was like, no, I just fucking goof so around. So it's Tina Fey's fault season five of Community is going to be sucky? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Which I feel it's just doomed. Bitch. Either way, no, but she was, like, while the while he was working on 30 Rock, she, like, was the one who, like, encouraged him to, like, release his mixtapes and stuff, because he was just, like... Like, apparently he used to just, like, go home and, like, rap over other songs, because that's what his mixtapes are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, he just takes other songs, turns them down a little bit, and while the other person is still singing the song, he just raps over it. On his early mixtapes. Yeah, no, I still don't get rap. Sorry. You wouldn't. Nope. Anyhow. So, yeah, it's very nice Tina Fey. And, and one of his... Wait, wait, wait. So, Sophie, uh, in exchange for being body-painted by you, we should totally force you to dress up like a hip-hop star. I was going to say that we can only... Which li- one? All well, of them. <laughs> while you body-paint, you can only listen to hip-hop. You can dress me up like Flavor Flav. No, I'm thinking, like, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. I don't think I can pull off the whole blackface thing. I think we had a conversation about that. No, not that. blackface, but definitely lots of tattoos there to cover and... Gold fronts and slightly subpar skateboarding skills. So you'll okay. My birthday, we got my name on the cake. I was gonna say that you should only listen to hip hop while you body paint and see what happens to your art. See, I'd be down for that. Dressing as a boy that's not into my same. Dress like Lil Kim. Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sure, why not? (laughs) She's gotten weird and gross. She doesn't even look human anymore. <laughs> Does she not? I don't know what she looks like Ooh. anymore. Weird and gross. Man, there's not enough special effects makeup to have made that transition from... I will like, Google this. It's like more of a transformation than fucking... Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, yeah. What? She looks like a fucking monster now. Are you serious? Really Seriously, I keep expecting the Power Rangers to show up and fight her. Oh my god! <laughs> and she turns How do you spell her name? Is it L-I-L? Yep. L-I-L. Lil. Little Kim. Kim. Search. And where's so, my search button? This is it. There you go. What about I, Drake, Scott? What about Drake? Tell me about him. Uh, he was a former child actor from the grassy, yeah, but Canada. He's, but is he, what is he doing though? Is he doing good? Is he still is it still blowing oh, up? He, he's releasing a new album that's got one of the dumbest oh my record God. covers ever. You're right. Uh, which is like a portrait of him looking sideways, and then a little kid with an afro. Looking the other direction over a cloudy blue sky. Okay. The album is, hasn't dropped yet. Is it called Drake Like Drake? No. Do the Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, where is this generation's kid and play? I don't know. I just, it boggles my mind. Seriously. Seriously. Or- Who's going to step up and say, this year, I'm going to be your new kid and play? want to do it. I, n- I know. I thought it might be LMFAO, but then they got kind of dirty. No. Or... What happened to LMFAO is that nobody understood they were a joke, and then they got real bummed about it, so broke up. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the story of LMFAO. No, guys, we were kidding. Oh, fuck. Right, and that never happened with Kid and Play. Everyone understood. They were, they were kind of ridiculous. What's Kid and Play? Uh, house Party or House Party 2. The Pajama Jamma Jam, I remember. which is my favorite movie title of all time. The Pajama Jamma Jam. House Party 2, The Pajama Jammy Jam. I remember seeing posters and being like, that looks like something I don't feel like watching. One of them had like short crop dreads and the other one had a big fucking high top. I remember. The biggest high The top. poster was yellow. Yes. Yeah. And then in the movie, they had a house party. Things got out of control. What? But like not even, but like when you watch it now, not even that out of control. 
Like, no, it's like, just... like a fully believable out of control house party. Like that actually happened to your friend. Yeah, but like just like but like still in terms of like movie house parties going out of control, like mildly out of control. Like Project X. That's a film about a party out of control where like 600 <laughs> people show up and the fucking cops show up and all that stuff. Kid and Plates House Parties like, oh, we broke some of the china. Now we're bummed. That's kind of a more feel-good thing. Speaking of out of control, you're getting pretty up close and personal with Scott's sweater there, Keith. Yep. It smells like me, so he's attracted to it. Mm, hang on, I'm going to rub it. That's great. That's that's disturbing. The terrible static noise is rubbing up against Scott's sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like rubbing up against me, folks at home. Just like it. It's true. It smells like baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird because I washed it and wore it myself today. Hasn't been near the baby at all. <laughs> so you just smell like baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you shaved your head. Yeah. You're just a big baby with a beard. I'm gonna barf. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. I feel like we can be pretty much safe to head to wrapping this up. What do we have coming up for the site? Wait, no. I mean, I've been trying Little to... Kim? Music. Oh. Music. Oh, so we were waiting for the rest to talk about music. Yeah, time giants. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Are they Are they time giant giants? <laughs> they time giant giants. No, they're called time giants. They're a really amazing band from Toronto. I met their drummer uh, a couple you of years ago. You lost me in Toronto, though. How do amazing things come from Toronto? Explain how. They are really talented. They sound really good. Like I really who? like them. Kay. The vocals are fucking sick. Okay, genre. Genre is kind of like Queen meets Led Zeppelin meets Awesome. Wait, why would you need to throw an Awesome into Queen and Led Zeppelin? Because it's like, you know when people try to uh, do an amalgamation of a bunch of retro bands... Uh, it always ends up sounding really contrived or just kind of meh. But these guys sound super dynamic, retro, and nostalgic all at the same time and still sound modern. So I'm I'm really super excited about them coming to Montreal. Yeah. And they're really cool guys. I'm going to link and write an article and maybe an interview with uh, these guys since I know the drummer from way back. But yeah. Cool. Time Giants. Time Giants. 9 to 5 approved. Yay. Sophie approved. Thanks. 9 to 5 approved. <laughs> Yes, I'm excited about that. But yeah, upcoming things. Sophie dresses little Kim. Uh, Sophie body paints Scott. Uh, photo of Keith's nipple. It's probably, you're going to see that right now, though, probably, if yeah. you really want to do that. Yeah, you've seen it You by probably now. saw it as soon as you clicked play. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, the play button is the nipple. I don't think we can get that. We don't have that kind of budget. That sucks. Scott? Just imagine when you're pressing play. Either you're, pressing your, your review of the Montreal Tattoo Con just came out or is about yeah. to come out, I'd imagine. Uh, we, yeah, if you're listening to this, you probably can click and read it now. Yay. Uh, there's already a big photo up, essay up. I have an uh, article cool. or two in the works. Uh, some Kanye and gnomes are coming up. That happens. Uh, until, until October, they're already set to go, so check those out. I know Keith has loved them so far. I read it the last week. So there I'm, you go. It was fun. It was good. I've never understood them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> Part I, of the fun. I'm writing A, an article about the Protoman's Night at Queen, Night of Queen, and B, an article about rape and murder in fiction, because we talked about that so much that I had even more to say about it. Of so course you did. Now we've got to introduce Goliath Goliath. Oh, I so. forgot. I'm going to be included in a performance of an old-timey video show. No, old-timey radio show is what I meant to say. <laughs> where, where can we hear and see that, Sophie? I don't know. It's going to be once a month on a Saturday evening at some point. Uh, Shane Grin is organizing it, I hmm. believe. And, um, yeah. Stole my idea. Did he? Yeah. Well, I'll participate in yours as well. No, I'm not going to do mine. I have too much stuff going on. Oh. But it was my idea. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. I'll, I'll post up when it's happening. I'm excited about it. 
I get to speak all like this. No, maybe not. But yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Footstep. That's the 9 to 5 entertainment system. It's a bit of a climax. Like, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Download us to your iTunes. Yeah, and comment. Hug on us in person. I smell like a baby. Comment on iTunes, because apparently that's important. If you rub a balloon on Scott Bear's shirt, <laughs> it sticks on the wall after. What? You know, like hair? site in general uh please take the time to like us on facebook we are number nine to five d-o-t-c-c nine to five dot c-c on facebook and uh also follow us on twitter we're at sign number nine t-o number five c-c on twitter so uh and also be sure to check back on the site for something on mondays probably uh we have zombies and loathing after the bomb usually on tuesdays we have a new comic in 95 illustrated every wednesday a new podcast every week usually on thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a go plug yourselves and on fridays we have fine arts with either sophie and scott and uh you know maybe john will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope all right thanks nine to five dot cc we're not working why should you Thanks for listening.